Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You're listening to Rooster Teeth Podcast number 524. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit roosterteeth.com. Hey, everyone. It's the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week brought to you by DC Comics, Stamps.com, and Upstart. I'm Gus. I'm Chris. I'm John. Bye. And I'm Gus. It's Christmas Eve, except it's not because we're pre-taping this. It's Christmas oh, Eve. You ruined it already. Immediately. It's Christmas Eve. We understand if you're watching this live, is... you've had enough of your family. You need to get away for about <laughs> an hour and a half. You need to unwind and get you some you time. We're here for you. Or maybe they watch it together. I know my family watches the podcast together. Nah, they're in the bathroom right now taking an hour and a half long poo. Yeah. To watch the podcast. Thanks. I hope you're enjoying your poo time. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, your poo time gross. Uh, so Christmas Eve, Christmas tomorrow, I guess Christmas would be the day that this comes out for first members. Yes. Um, I saw, did you see that tweet that the UPS store made that everyone, that they had to delete that everyone was giving them shit for? What'd they do now? They sent a tweet, when was it? Uh, a few days ago, I don't know when it was, December 16th. Okay. They tweeted, if your child addresses a letter to the North Pole, you can leave it with us. We do shredding. Oh, that's a little too real. What? <laughs> Who thought even for a moment that was a good idea? <laughs> I Everyone, kind of... There it is. <laughs> oh my God. You're fast. Jesus. That's really funny, though. Oh. It is funny. It's hilarious. That's a funny tweet. In a small group of people that you would say that joke to, not on your, like... <laughs> public Twitter. Your public national uh, brand. Yeah. What a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Someone got Although, in trouble. You know, to be fair, I don't think anybody who would send a letter to the North Pole would be old enough or on Twitter. Or want to know what the that. UPS store is saying. Oh, yeah. no, I don't think that tweet like for ruined all the any sort of magic kids. for anybody. Right. I just think it probably ruined someone's job. Yeah, probably. They got told, no, you don't get to say stuff probably like a lot that. Of angry parents. Just oh, angry man. People yeah, that's uh... Well, but what did parents think happened? No, it's not the one think that happened. It's that you just don't you don't publicly say things like that. No, like, I, uh, like we're gonna like tear you, apart your child's letter. To the right, North like Pole. you can shred it yourself. I'm sure parents have their own shredders at home, or they fucking just throw it in the garbage or whatever. Who cares? But you don't fucking say it like that. <laughs> just yeah. like they did that. Chris is arguing is like that. Parents maybe thought that the letters <laughs> went to the North Pole. <laughs> well, what, like, what did they think happened? Did they? Th- this is where we learned Chris actually thinks that there's North Pole and a Santa. Well, what's, yeah, yeah. Let's not rule it out as a possibility. <laughs> what's, you never know. What's the age? What's, I don't, I don't what's know. the age? You tell I, us! You've got, because got I'm you. getting to that point where I'm like, Should I? Is it like nine? That's what eight? I'm thinking, and I'm getting close to having one of those. I'll tell you. Are they? They're not here, are they? They're over. They're, they got right. headphones on. They're over in another room. Right. Santa exists? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I remember you're, when you're, you're, I You want me to tell them? You want to bring them out here and I can sure. bring the news to let's them? Ha- let's make this a podcast <laughs> on the, on the podcast. exclusive. Well, now I have a question. Follow-up question. I'm going home to Trevor's place for Christmas to his family's place. Yes. And he has a 10-year-old brother. And I addressed the gift that I got f- to his brother from me. That's not normal. Santa. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. You can people Kids still are aware each- that other gifts come from other people. 
Okay. But then there are, there are, as far as like how my family did, it was that there are, there are specific special gifts from Santa. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I was like, am I going to ruin the illusion for this kid? (laughs) Hey, thanks for having me over for Christmas. By the way, this is from me, not Santa. So wait, uh, so then you, you never had like Santa gifts. No, I, I never celebrated Christmas. Yeah, that that's how it works, John. I just realized that. I know that's how it works. <laughs> I mean, there you are. Know, fuck you! You were just good proposing that parents think that the letters. I was saying, I, there are some. I'm just. I, I've known the of dots. Jewish families. I've known of Jewish families to celebrate Christmas as well. So it's not unheard yeah, of. Yeah. The moment I found out that there wasn't a Santa, well, I went up into the attic at one point. <laughs> and, <laughs> That's where the attic was where where Chris collected his thoughts and had his alone time. I went up into the attic and then I I saw a bunch of like our Easter Easter bunny baskets and all like that the Easter bunny would bring out. And I was like, I had, it was like confronting my mom. I was like, maybe the Easter bunny was just storing them there. No, Easter bunny ruined Santa. Yeah. I was, I was like, it was like, what is this? Is this why are the Easter Bunny baskets up in the attic? And she, <laughs> Wait, are, are, is the Easter Bunny not real? And she's like, no. And I was like, and Santa too. And she was like, no. How and I was did, like, how it did, was like everything came crashing down. How did Easter work? Where did you were given a basket full of goodies? She's the Easter Bunny would drop a basket with some candy. How did why why is this such a weird thing? The baskets were in your house then. Did the Easter Bunny come back and get them in secret? Look, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yes, they, like the. It was like a, the Easter Bunny would drop baskets and then take them away. I don't know. I didn't think about it that much. No, but I'm saying I'm, just saying, I'm saying that's impressed that like then that you come to that conclusion meant that you were under the inclination that the baskets somehow returned uh, to the how, Easter Bunny. How old were you? Oh, I was probably like seven. I mean, oh, wow, that's pretty young. Your mother could have come up with a lie to cover that. Yeah. Pretty she didn't want to. She was, yeah. she was she like, on out. He yeah. knew. He already guessed. Well, well honestly, I had, if my kids I'd had that other way, clues, I'd, I'd take the out. I would I'd, take the out. There were other clues. There were other clues. What other clues, Chris? So I remember one time at Christmas, we were we were uh, uh, watching TV or something, and all of a sudden, because uh, we had put you know uh, reindeer food out in the yard. What's as, reindeer food? It was just food that they gave us at class. It was like reindeer food. You put like I don't it's know, kibble, it's kibble, something like, like that. Yeah. Dog food or uh, and then or and then we're so we're sitting there, we're like watching. All of a sudden, there's like stomping on the roof. <gasps> you know. And then, uh, and and then my uh, my mom was like, "Oh my goodness, it's it's someone's robbing Santa, the house. Yeah, Santa's here with his and his reindeer on the roof. Get to bed, get to bed." And so we were like, "Oh!" And we ran and like went to sleep, right? And it, but then I couldn't sleep because I was, I was Santa was here, right? So I waited like an hour, oh God. and then I like snuck out. And my mom was vacuuming, and there were no presents out. And I was like, "What was all that about?" Why are there no presents? Why is she just backing me? Your parents were not good at this. Your parents were not good at this. They didn't care. Were you the la- were you the youngest kid? I was the middle. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, they were already done with other kids. They're like, you know, the last one. Who cares? Yeah. It's kind of phony. So that, that 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 was like what clued me on about like I don't know about Santa, and I was like, that didn't add up to me. Yeah. And then when I saw the Easter Bunny baskets, I was like, this this is all scam. It's all. It's I thought all you were gonna say that like your mom said like, oh, Santa's here to get you to go to bed. That way, like. Her and your father could have some alone time and be like, get those the fucking kids to bed. It's like June 18th. And yeah, they're, like, Santa's they're like, oh, here. Santa's here. Go to bed. <laughs> they're just like sitting on the couch with like martinis, like bitching like, oh, Chris, I don't know how much longer I can deal with Chris. We're going to stomp on the roof. I do have a question though, because these days, I don't know how any kid still believes in Santa and or like doesn't get the information that it's fake. Oh, just from being because of their access to access a lot of to information online and you know information 
They're incentive to believe. I think I think the answer yeah. is that is the opposite of what this tweet is, in that there is a general like rule that publicly viewed things and things on TV, if you're ever on TV during Christmas and that kind of thing <laughs> where anybody could be watching, you don't say those things. You don't say that he doesn't exist. You wait, don't wait. say that kind of stuff. And so, like, if you, if you watch, yeah, I was about to say, I was like, we're wait, this is a publicly. This is this is a very specific thing that you'd have to download and 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 listen to yourself. And we have an adult. I'm audience. like so terrified this whole time that your kids are going to walk in here. But I don't way. care at this point. Um, he said he was looking for an out. And we do so <laughs> they also, my kids also take everything in stride. I I swear, if I told them they didn't exist, they'd be like, okay, I still get presents. Yes, that's that's fine. Yeah, they don't care. You should be like, no. Um, <laughs> but that like, was it. If you watch the news, the news will never ever say. That Santa is doesn't exist. They even fact, have like fake trackers yeah. and stuff like that. You know? Top stories today: Trump tweeted blah blah blah, and uh, Santa is not real. Have a good evening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't see advertisements that say that, and there's no billboards that say that. like everyone plays this public game of you don't spoil. Right. Speaking of which, I want to talk about something for a second. Let's talk about something for a second on a podcast. We did that uh, million dollars but animated thing. Uh, that came out a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. You animated it, was, it. Yeah, it was Bernie, Jeff, and myself, and we had different scenarios. Hand-drawn by Gus. And I made it all. Mm-hmm. And Jeff's scenario was super long. It was so funny. super involved. And the re- reason that came about is we're all sitting here. We sat right here, actually, and recorded the audio. Uh, <laughs> Blaine was uh, directing us, you know, for our scenarios for, to record all the audio. And he, he, Blaine, I think what Blaine said was, just try to keep it kind of short and uh, mm-hmm. and not that crazy. That way it's, it's easy to animate. And you don't tell Jeff what to do or Any what not to do. Any rules like that, yeah. And he, I think Jeff talked for over half an hour setting up his fucking scenario. And it was just like excruciating pain where he's going into the most minuscule detail. And, you know, recorded the whole thing and we're done. And uh, <laughs> Blaine kept trying to interrupt him throughout all of this, like, gotta stop you gotta stop but he wouldn't we're done and uh blaine comes over he's like okay great um let's do another one where you don't say ronan farrow because we don't know if that'll clear legal and jeff's like nah i did it already it's done and then, like, just walked out wow what a fun guy <laughs> so i was curious i didn't know how they were going to address that until the episode finally came out and i saw like oh no they, they kept the ronan farrow stuff oh and, they did yeah it was it's there. strange with jeff there is like i feel like there's two different jeffs that you get but you don't get to know which one you get that day and one is there's a Jeff that like he's down to just do whatever. He just like he's just like fuck it, I'll do it. He's just he'll roll with whatever stupid thing that you got going on. And then there's the Jeff that you get that's like that where tell him not to do something, he does it. And then ask him if we can do it again. And he goes nope and f's and just you know says I'm out of here. That kind of thing. It's just too like so you just don't know which one you're gonna get that day. Yeah. How it's do like, I get that sort of power here? <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's all about like long-term foundational setting where that you have to yeah. set those expectations of what you are, as well as it's got to be married with a position of power yeah. that you can get away with that kind I of stuff. I guess if you're one of the founders of the company. Yes. You can get away with, get away with, with some stuff. You should get away with more stuff. I need to get away with more. Yeah, you need to take what, advantage what of this more. What can I do? I think let you, my junk air out. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've actually become like more... I might be jinxing this, but I think you've become actually like you've seemingly become a little bit more like low key and just like collaborative. The yeah, word I, the word I'm looking at is like you were never disrespectful, but for some reason you're even more just like respectful now. I as, want to be a team player. I yeah, want to do whatever. Yeah, I want everyone to have fun. Yeah, like it want, shows. I want us all to succeed and do fun things together. Yeah. Uh, I, had to, I had to say no to someone the other day. What was it? Oh, someone had a fucking stupid idea for the podcast. <laughs> 
Was it Eric? They're probably in the room right now. No, are they here? No. No, they're not here. Uh, it was awful. What was it? It was uh, some sponsor deal that they wanted to do. Uh, and I was like, I think my reply was, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> and you but we're not doing that. it, by the way. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I was going to say, um, I reminded myself of something when I said jinxing it. I jinxed myself uh, a couple days ago. Um, no, yesterday. Um, I hurt myself at the gym really bad. Um, but the reason why it dawned on me that I jinxed myself didn't was that I woke up that morning and I took a stupid picture of my leg sticking up straight in the air and posted on Instagram story and said, I'm up. Cause I was up at like six o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I was just loopy and just being dumb on Instagram. Um, and then I went to the gym and I, I climb at a bouldering gym and I've, that's a normal thing for me to do. And I go up and down walls. And part of bouldering is you, you could fall all the time. And, yeah. and the, at the bouldering gym, the most you're going to fall is like probably like padded floors. The entire stuff. gym is a giant crash pad and it's an extra spongy one that as long as you just like roll into the fall or just land on your back, you're fine. Do you also have a harness or is it just No, it's all, it's all free climbing. And, but like, like I said, it's literally like jump, like falling on a huge bed of pillows. Um, the, the walls get up to maybe like 15 feet high and I've fallen from the top and it's no big deal. Um, however, there was this one climb that I was doing in the back corner that wasn't made up of like the normal grips that they put on the walls. It was made of a bunch of these things called volumes, which are basically geometric shapes that they screw into the walls that make the walls more like textured and have different kind of, um, you know, parts that jet out and everything like that. And it's really fun because it makes it much more of a puzzle. Um, and so I was trying this one over and over again. I kept failing on it. I had tried it on the weekend and I'd failed it, failed it, failed it. Um, and so finally I thought I'd figured out a place of my foot that would fix it and I'd be able to get up there. Mm -hmm. So I get about three quarters of the way up. So I'm about like 12, 15 feet off the ground. And I try my move and it actually works. But the problem with these volumes is that often they're harder to grip onto with your feet than the actual, like a, a, a actual hold on the wall. So I slipped and I fell. Oh. Again, which would be normal. Worst thing usually happens is you get a little bit of like a, of a almost like a rug burn from the, the grip of the walls. People ever fall on each other? No, there's the like, there's like, hopefully, there's a general rule that you constantly give everyone a wide berth as you walk around yeah. the gym. Don't walk underneath people. Um, it does scare me though, because some people just let their fucking kids run around there like yeah. during weekends. And, and I'm like, I'm going to kill a child <laughs> eventually, or I'm going to watch a child die as like, you know, a 200 pound man falls on it. Kids are bouncy. <laughs> they're resilient their bones yeah. are still soft um, yeah and it's a crash pad they're fine but so I fall and like I said it would normally would be fine except that I was on a, a wall that there was more stuff sticking out so uh, as I fell ooh. my right foot caught the volume so my body kept going down but my foot caught and my leg just kept going up. Ow. So instead of a nice just fall back, I fell, caught my leg, my knee went up, and then that even jostled me. So I landed bad and like even my neck is sore because of how I landed on the ground. And so I busted my leg really bad and the staff was really nice and they gave me ice packs and everything. But as I'm sit sitting there on a couch in the gym with an ice pack, I looked down, it was the same leg that I took a picture of it sticking up oh in the, the sky that morning. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. And mm. so I just took another picture of it because the first one said, I'm up. So I just took another picture of it and said, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that on Instagram and I was just like, oh, maybe he's just icing his legs in preparation. Nope. I did a, I did a fall and it hurt and it hurts right now still. Did, did I, don't ever take a picture of me on your Instagram, please. <laughs> my Instagram's a death note. Yeah. That's what it is. Speaking of falling and twisting your leg, did you see that Twitter video of the woman falling who's wearing those really high, high heels? Yeah. You'll have to be more specific. It just came out like okay. two or three days ago. She's got like these huge platforms. She looks like she's broken. 
I think I just sent it to them. I think they're all laughing Are they at it. it now? <laughs> oh no, I haven't seen this. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. god. <laughs> that's that's when that's like ragdoll effect yeah. in like in like Half-Life or something. Oh my god. <laughs> god damn. This makes you think of a question though, because that's this actually came up when I fell. Was uh the good thing about working out in the mornings at the gym, that's just terrible every single time. <laughs> Don't so watch, don't watch her, her right foot. Do not watch her right foot. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know I, if I, we I, could find this one, but one of my favorite videos of all time like that is, it was from some fashion show, and there was a model who was wearing oh. these, like, giant ones, and she like starts like wobbling and then composes herself and then starts wobbling again even more, but her feet are just going like this, basically, <laughs> until she ends up falling, but the lead up to it is one of it's the like, funniest yeah, she's like, It's like slowly building. Yeah. Well, so she fell eventually? She, yeah, oh, and okay. then someone like came up on the runway to help her back up, and then like she fell again. Oh my god. Uh, it's like comically terrible. I thought you were going to say that she recuperated because that is like the basis of one of my favorite subreddits, which is just no, 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 yes. Oh yeah, I which love that one. just like sequences of things that are bad, 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 recovered. It's fine. <laughs> At the very end, save it. So it's like a happy ending gif is what it is. Yeah. I, love that. Um, like, I hurt myself yesterday too. Wait, I have, a, I have a quick question. What? So when I fell, it was one of those times where like, as an adult, we fall sometimes. We usually just recover ourselves and we don't make a big deal. Well, you get, no the harder you fall. Hope no one sees it. Yeah. This was a, a situation where I fell really hard and I was I was in a lot of pain. So I'm lying on the ground holding my knee like some like when you see those like those football players hurt themselves really bad and they're just lying there just can't move. And I was making a lot of noises of pain. I was groaning. There's this sad. I felt bad for a woman that was in a wall right next to me that just watched this whole thing happen and then just sees this perfect stranger demolish himself and lying on the floor. And even in my pain, my like social awkward anxiety kicked in and I felt bad for her to have to deal with some <laughs> yeah, sort of stranger yeah. in pain. Because I could even even through the pain, I could look at her and she didn't know what to do. Like you don't know what the those the social thing. It's because you don't want to inconvenience someone else because mm -hmm. you fucked up. I've yeah. also I've also seen people fall where I'm like, oh wait, if I go over there and make it's gonna make a big deal about it yeah or do they yeah. just want to like but get it's also up like you want when you hurt yourself you want someone to be like hey you okay like you good you yeah. don't want everyone just like walking by you being like <laughs> uh is this the one you're talking about barbara but i i was i don't know if it is but oh. this is also oh, a she's good not one. walking well oh no 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 <laughs> no 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 oh no 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 <laughs> oh <laughs> I hate this it. gotta hurt so much. I my hate ankles. It. And then she oh. goes all the way down. Oh my god, oh. just pick her up. Oh my god, just oh. pick her up. I know, just take the shoes off. Oh, so I awful. hate it. I hate it so much. I don't know how anyone can walk in shoes like that. I don't know why they do that to models. Like, Make just them put normal high heels in. Yeah. Don't give them like 20 inch platforms. Terrible. Bad. So you introduced Oh, yourself? well, it's not like John's story. <laughs> uh, Who did you make feel bad for your injury? My stomach. Go on. It's your fault. It's my fault? Yeah, you gave me that soup. Oh, my fault. That's not an injury. What yeah. soup did you give well, him? Well, so um, Barbara was, it was like in the lunchroom and this she was is, like, yeah, before I was, she was like, oh, does anyone want this soup? And I was like, great. Yeah, I do. It's soup. Chris answered so fast. I was like, anybody, like, because there's a bunch of people in the kitchen at the time. I was like, anybody want soup? Yes. <laughs> like, and he was at the coffee maker, like, probably 12 so feet away. I was super hungry and I, and I didn't have any food. Okay. So I was eating some soup. I was eating some soup. And then, and then Mariel came by with two more soups. <laughs> so then I was, she was like, hey, do you want any more soup? I was like, yeah. 
Wait, so they, I don't understand how something could be a quantity of a soup. It's like one of those, like, it's Little Madeline's, which is down the street. It's a restaurant here. Oh, okay. And they have, like, little cup soups. But you didn't say two more cups of soup. You just said two soups, she brought two, two more, more soups. Well, you I, know, the, yeah. the quantifiable thing of she a soup. She gave me a cereal. Yeah, and they were they were really good soups. Um, the first one was great because of mushroom. The second, the second two were potato. Second, yeah, third one. I third gave you one. the mushroom. They were yeah, all no, the same. Mushroom was great. And, but the third one, though, uh, it started hurting. And then what I got, was the third one? It was all. It was potato too. Two. There's two. Potatoes. Potatoes. Had two extra potatoes. Two potatoes. Soups. Two potatoes. She misordered. Why yeah. were you hurting? Well, I. It's a lot of soup. <laughs> I mean, it. But I like had Chris, already accepted them, Chris, and I was eating them. And Chris, then, what? How old are you? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. <laughs> All right. So at the age of thirty-one, you still don't know when to stop Listen, eating. Listen, you can overeat at any age. Yeah. And, well, and here's from the deal. Bernie. I know, I, but the way he tells us, like, I was eating the third one, it was starting to hurt, but I didn't stop. Well, are you a dog? Here's no, no. <laughs> I accepted it. If I if I didn't, I would have felt bad I if accept- I hadn't eaten it because. Why? Because it was some someone else get eaten it. It was free soup. She clearly had extra soup if she had. Two I think soups. he he would have felt bad because he was like, "I'll take the soup." And like, if someone else was in the kitchen and like, "Oh, actually, I would have liked that." Okay, soup. so you guilted yourself into finishing it. Yeah, it was also good soup. So, it, it wasn't the worst thing until like the last half of the third. I still soup like how you started the story saying it's my fault. I like how he also. I like how he also tried to make this story. I injured myself. <laughs> I, mean, I he did. I did. I felt really bad all no, day. You made yourself sick. That's not an injury. <laughs> you. Yeah, it is. You made yourself. No, your leg. Yeah, you did. You. You it's made a, your uh, leg thick. Semantically, you are so fucked up. Okay. You may, no. I injured myself <laughs> by eating soup. <laughs> Like the way you would injure yourself eating soup is by burning your mouth. Yeah. That's the there only you way you injure yourself eating soup. For like, like ten <laughs> minutes after he ate the soup, he moaned around the kitchen, <laughs> blaming Barbara and Mariel for making him for sick. Him not for giving him, he just kept going. I ate three soups. <laughs> they shouldn't have given me those soups. <laughs> Not a, a unit of food. Uh, it a is soup is a flavor of soup. Then you go eat three soups. <laughs> <laughs> I I do uh, remember when I was I was somewhere like back in stage five, like where all the curtains are back there, because you guys are in like this air, curtained off area right yeah, now as uh-huh. we as we're moving offices and stuff. Um, no one's moving here. Just no, we're just shuffling, just shuffling, just shuffling places. Um, Which we do like every two weeks here. But I was back there changing because I was modeling a shirt for the store, and I saw Chris come behind the curtain, and he was just holding his stomach. And he goes, "I think I made a mistake." And I was like, "What happened?" He's like, "Well, I ate your soup, and then I ate two more soups." I I love this classification of soups. And you're like, "I don't feel so good." And I was like, "Yeah, you probably won't for a while." Yeah, you know, you learn. I'm sorry, it's my fault, man. I'll never offer you free food again. No, no, please do. <laughs> Just with limitations. like, Just make sure I'm the only one offering yeah, yeah. you. No, actually, it's not your fault. You offered one soup. Yeah, you're right. And it's you really gave Mariel's Chris one fault. soup. It's yeah. Mariel who gave you two soups. Yeah. Do you think so, you would have felt okay if it was just, you had like one mushroom, one potato? Yeah, I would have been fine. It was the third one that's mm. like, that was too much. It's like the milk challenge, but it's the soup challenge. Yeah. yeah. The much, La Madeline soup challenge. <laughs> yeah. How much soup can the human body He's a La Mad man. <laughs> Man, we almost Merry got Christmas. to that story without that shit. <laughs> we had a, I smell an RT life. Chris eats soup. <laughs> oh, God. Three soups. How many soups can Chris eat? Three. Well, already, we already know I can eat three. Yeah. Someone else has to do the, the challenge. I could eat three soups. You did, did you eat all three? I ate all three of them. 
Okay. And some chips. Can we get some soups in here? <laughs> Did you have chips so, after the three? No, soups? I had, I was like halfway through some chips. So then I ate them with the first cup of soup, which is good. Which is nice. Yeah, and then all <laughs> <laughs> downhill yeah. from there. I'm done. I'm done. <sighs> we, just, we just end the podcast on that note. No. Oh my gosh. Well, here, let me read this. Okay. <laughs> I want to remind everyone, this episode of Receive Podcast is brought to you by DC. So if you're a DC fan, you'll definitely want to check out the latest live action series, Titans, which is available now on DC Universe. Titans is, have you? Uh, Titans is the, uh, let's talk about it in a bit. Titans is the first original series to launch on DC Universe. It follows a group of young, soon-to-be superheroes like Dick Grayson, Batman's former sidekick, who is now trying to break free of his Robin alter ego. After a mysterious young girl, Rachel Roth, comes to him for help, he finds himself drawn into a larger conspiracy that threatens the world. Starfire and Beast Boy soon join the fold, and the group must work together to stop a huge threat. Titans, you should be reading this. Titans is a gritty take on the Teen Titans franchise. It explores one of the most popular comic book teams ever. Don't miss out on Titans. It's available now only on DC Universe. DC Universe is available on all your favorite devices. It's only $7.99 a month or 20% off for a yearly membership. Uh, join the ultimate DC membership at dcuniverse.com. Watch Titans now. Series premiered on October 12th and new episodes are available to stream every Friday. So join me in thanking DC Universe for being part of tonight's Rooster Teeth podcast. Thank you, DC Universe. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's uh, so cool. I, I I always forget. Like you're the you're probably the biggest comic comic person that I know. Yeah, as far as all that stuff. I'm someone who still actively reads it too. I read comics last night. Read the new Miles Morales Spider Man um comic. It's good. Where do you go to buy your comics? Or do you buy? Them I buy them all uh, digitally. Okay. I I used to. I, I highly encourage people if you can to go to brick and mortars and and support comic shops. Um. And I say that fully hypocritical in that I don't do that anymore because I don't have space anymore. Yeah. I read too many comics and I have just boxes of comics in my tiny apartment yeah. <laughs> that I keep shuffling around to different spots in the apartment. Um, and so I, ha I had to switch digitally. And also I, it, it became something where um, I travel enough and that traveling with, with comics you. is near impossible to like bring enough. And so, yeah, it just became something like that. But if you are someone who's like a casual reader, go to brick and mortar and get a comic. And I still do for like special edition ones. Like I got the, the issue 1000 um, action comics one it was like the thousandth issue of that Superman comic. I bought the, the physical copy. Of How it. did the term brick and mortar come to exist? It's interesting. Because mm. I, I mean, I know the term and I know what it means, but I don't actually. It's like what the building's made out of. Yeah, but with a term that why when why? It's, it's an interesting question of when did we start referring to that as something different than just what store was? Yeah, store always meant an actual building, but then I guess online the online world redefined what a store could be. Gotcha. I yeah. that makes sense. I'm trying to look it up now. Brick and mortar. Nah, yeah, there is something so, still fun about. I, going oh, to comic this is an shops. article about literal brick and mortar. This is not about the term. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this doesn't make any sense at all. This is this is really confusing. Um, yeah. <laughs> So where, where, right now, when this airs, where are you? I'll be in Indiana. I'm in my apartment watching Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, nice. Uh, Mississippi. Yeah, I'll be at my home with my mother and stepfather, I think. In Austin? Yeah. In Austin. Why? I don't know. Just it's, it's are, you are, you are you scoping us out? I don't know. I'm just it's it's kind of like it's cool because we're like travel. We're like time traveling. And it's yeah. something that we know of, of yeah, plans yeah. that we'll have. Yeah. No, I'll be, I'll be at home and I'll be. Doing that Muppet. You better be. Muppet I will. It's, it's, it's my, it's my, I'm, I'm not a big like tradition person. Uh -huh. Um, but my one tradition for Christmas is Christmas Eve. Before I go to bed, I watch Muppet Christmas Carol. It's the only time I watch that movie during Christmas. And it's I've the last. I've seen it. 
Oh, it's so good. I feel like I need to, uh, I mean, I didn't celebrate Christmas for most of my life. Yeah. Up until like the last couple of years. Not a lot of good Hanukkah movies. Uh, uh, there might nights? be eight crazy nights. Eight crazy, eight crazy nights. nights. <laughs> <laughs> ten. Wait, you Hanukkah's know, ten nights now? It's an extended Hanukkah. <laughs> well, that's it's, the, it's the third. It's Hanukkah for the 21st <laughs> yeah. century. Yeah. And also the only example you come up with is a crummy animation one that Adam Sandler made. Yeah. Um, yeah, not a lot of good Hanukkah movies, but uh, just starting to get into Christmas movies now and enjoying them and need some recommendations. What are ones? It's a Wonderful Life. Die Hard. Shut up. Shut Die up. Hard. Okay. Shut up. What are ones that you? What are new ones you watched this year? Um, I guess none this year, but Muppet Christmas Carol. I should watch Muppet I, Christmas Carol. It's I, so good. It's so good. Yeah. Michael Caine. I've Michael got a little Kane. little game for Michael you here. Kane. Then. Oh no! I did a Google search for Hanukkah movies. And it came back with three movies. Fiddler on the Roof. Can anybody, if anybody can name one of them that is not Eight Crazy Nights, <laughs> you win. Um, Keeping the Faith. Sorry, that's, it's actually, it's, it's not a Hanukkah movie, but there's actually, a, it's, there's a whole Jewish line the in Rugrats it. The Rugrats Ben Stiller Hanukkah as a, as special. A, uh, there is no Rugrats, oh, but there is a Rugrats Hanukkah special. Yeah, but it's not a movie. It's not a feature, but that's a, that's a legitimate thing. The, the lead family, uh, Tommy's not, family is not Jewish. not on here. Um... That one episode of Friends. Spinning dreidels. You know, you're, is you're, one a horror? I want. Hey, it's, language. <laughs> when a horror? Uh, 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 is it a horror? I'll, I'll read them to you because I've never heard of these other. Of I, want, I eight, really hope I've heard of one. There's Eight Crazy Nights, 2002. Full Court Miracle, 2003. <laughs> Sounds like an Airbutt spinoff. The Hebrew Hammer. Oh, also 2003. The Hebrew Hammer. All of these sound like porn. The Hebrew Hammer. As a ch as a child, Mordecai Carver was teased mercilessly for his Jewish heritage by his Gentile Christmas celebrating classmates. Don't and neighbors. call him Gentile. That's what it, I'm reading. I know. Reading the description. Uh, that has all changed. Mordecai is now a veteran of the Israeli Defense Force who fancies himself the Hebrew Hammer, defending his people against those who seek to do harm. Wait, is this a superhero movie? His main antagonist would be Hanukkah saboteur Damien Claus, played by Andy Dick, <laughs> the evil offspring of Santa Claus himself. <laughs> I gotta find a trailer Man. for this right now. We it's are, a, it's we a take are. on black exploitation movies. <laughs> it's a parody. It's oh, a it's parody. a parody? Yeah. We are uh, not cool. Hebrew hammer. We don't have cool movies. Neither do Christians. Christmas movies. That's not Christian Christmas movies. Oh. Yeah, Christmas movies you're thinking of are just, more pagan. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, nothing actually celebrates the holiday. It's all about. So I know like Passover movies. There's the Prince of Egypt. Mm. Mm. There's there there are movie. there are there Was are that the original movies. Passover. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is story of the original Passover. And yeah, there's, the, uh, there's actually very good God, Jewish movies. The, it's like the keeping the face a good movie. I've never seen that. Scott Ben Stiller, Edward Norton, and Gwyneth Paltrow. What about the Ten Commandments? Ten Commandments that yeah. has yeah passed. What? Jenna Elfman. Jenna Elfman is the is the female protagonist in that one. Jenna Elfman. Thank you, Mike. It's not a Dharma of Dharma and Greg. Yeah, yeah. I used to watch the Ten Commandments every year because it would play. <laughs> really? Yeah, and it would scare me as a kid. What's there's, the name of the league? What's the name a of uh, Passover? Ah, I told you. You, know, you said uh, yeah, and Hanukkah. You said Hanukkah. There's both. Well, there's oh, wait, an there episode is? of yeah. the Rugrats that they explain. There's an episode. Yeah, there's a Christmas yeah, like, Hanukkah, and that's how most people understand Hanukkah. Yeah, there's a there. lot yeah. of like an entire '90s kid generation learned that's about Hanukkah from the Rugrats. Yeah, it is funny though because Hanukkah. It, within the Jewish religion is actually not that big of a holiday as opposed to other holy days like Passover is way bigger yeah. uh, Rosh Hashanah started the new year yeah. but those are way bigger holidays but because Hanukkah is the same time as Christmas people 
want to be inclusive, and mm-hmm. so they've made it a much bigger deal than what mm-hmm. it is traditionally. It's just interesting. Not a lot of. I don't mind. More presents. Not a lot of Thanksgiving movies or or Easter movies. I mean, there's. No, it's not a lot of Easter. There's a lot of Halloween movies. Easter movies. My favorite Easter movie is uh, Donnie Darko. Oh, is that Easter? I mean, it's got a bunny. bunny. That's the only. I looked up Easter movies, and I think a lot of these are just movies with rabbits. rabbits. (laughs) 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 There is a movie that's just called. There's a 3D animated one. It's just Easter Bunny. Oh, I can. The first one it returned is Hop. Was that an Easter movie? That's one. Yeah, he. uh, I think he shits out candy. That's awesome. I guess there's also does. I shit out, out candy. <laughs> uh, male, like live action protagonist in that, I think is uh, James Marsden in Hop. Mm. Uh, I think he's voiced by Russell Brand. Oh yeah, James Marsden. Why do I know so much about Hop? Yeah, Russell Brand. I need to know and less James about Marsden. Hop. Yeah, you know. I need to know less about. You know everything about it. <laughs> it's just a good memory. Uh, I, I don't have that kind of skill to like memorize actors and what they're in. Mm. I'll blink constantly though. Like it, it just my memory of like of names goes in and out yeah. as the Lydia switch is turned on and off. I, Barbara. Barbara. I had a at, over Thanksgiving. I th- I saw a ghost, or I thought I saw a ghost. Go on. Uh, I was um, I was staying. In, I was st- in Dallas. I was staying with my brother, but he had uh, his um, now wife's uh, fa- uh, family in town at his house. But his room, his how, how long have they been married? Why do you say now wife? They got married like a month. They okay, weren't. Okay. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't at that time. Okay, that's okay, I was just making yeah. sure. Uh, Anyway, so she was his sister before. His house was full, so I stayed at his like roommates, uh, or I mean his old his <laughs> friend's house, who was gone for Thanksgiving. So I was just like placed by myself. It was great, and I was uh, like Friday morning after Thanksgiving. I was like in my un- underwear. I was like hit uh, cooking up some leftovers. I'm imagining and, you and your tidy whities Yeah, well, <laughs> and, and I was like singing to myself and like eating some leftovers in the kitchen, and a little boy walks out of the bathroom. And looks at me, and I look at him, and I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? There's this little boy staring at me, and you didn't know who the little boy was. I know because I was there by myself. Or and so there, thought. there's a little boy who just walked out of the bathroom, and I was like, I like double take, and he just goes hi, and then walks upstairs. What the fuck? It was, and then, and then, so I text my brother. I'm like, who's this little boy in this bathroom? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like freaking out. Turns out there was a cleaning lady who showed up, and that oh was her god. son. Oh Great. my god! You suck god. at starting off stories by lying. First, I, you were not injured by soup, and second, you didn't see a ghost. I thought it. No, I thought I did. I thought I was like, "Is that?" There's a- been no boy at that house. <laughs> well, it was for like it was like this years. weird like interaction because we both looked at each other like, and then he just goes hi, and then walked off, and then walked off. Oh my god! So freaked little, me out. Yeah, no shit. I was like hiding. I went and hid that. It's downstairs. a good thing you had your underwear on. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you'd have committed a crime. I know. I love <laughs> cooking leftovers nude. I think we've given sh- Chris shit for this before about what he wears when he cooks. He cooks well, in his underwear. He doesn't yeah. want to get his clothes dirty. Yeah. It's an animated adventure, I think, yeah, even. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, was, I, I was, at the very least, have underwear on. Do you guys have this thing where you feel safer if you have clothes on? Safer? Like, if there's a spider. Less exposed, sure. If, if there's a spider in my house and I'm going to go kill it and I'm like in my underwear, I'm like, I have to go put clothes on before I kill this <laughs> no, spider. No, I do not no, go to that level. Because I'm afraid it's just going to like jump onto my skin. I don't know why. I don't know what that mentality is or how that started. But it's the same way it's like you feel safer if you have a blanket on when you sleep at night. I don't know how that started either. Oh, man, I finally got a weighted blanket. 
<gasps> I got one. I, I got a 15 pound one. I yeah. got 20. Get on my level. I, w- I wish it was 30. Like, <laughs> like I put it on and I'm like, I guess it's heavy. I it, wish it was heavy. Crush me, it baby. Does take, <laughs> at, at least the 20 pound one, it does take, I like mine. It takes some getting used to there being pressure when you readjust yourself in bed because you're so used to being able to just turn. Mm-hmm. But this is like someone mildly pushing on you as you try to turn. And mm-hmm. so it definitely does take some getting used I went, to. I went to pick up a. Uh, like I was gonna, uh, I was doing laundry the other day. And I was picking up this big blanket that was on the bed, and I didn't realize the weighted blanket was under it. And I picked up what I thought was a normal blanket. I was like, oh my god, what <laughs> it is, is this? Because it, it, it's it is surprising. I think almost every time you pick it up, because it looks exactly like a normal blanket. But it's Where like, did you guys get yours online or I Amazon? Online. Online. I got mine online. Okay, I bought one in Bed Bath and Beyond for Trevor for his birthday, uh, thinking it'd be great. It was like softer than the typical weighted mm. blankets I would see. Uh, brought it in, like gave it to him. He was really excited. And then we had tried it out. And it, it's weird because it's like a regular blanket, but inside it has another layer with pockets. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it feels like little small marbles yeah. in each yeah. pocket. Yeah, it's like all the weights. the weights. But it, it keeps shifting around. We had to like smash down oh. all the marbles to like get them to flatten out because they clumped up. Oh no, my not of the things. Oh. It's like not that sucks. good. Yeah. And so I'm thinking about grabbing another one, returning this one. So, yeah. any suggestions? No, yeah, that I I just got. I looked up one that had good reviews on Amazon. Yeah, got it got a twenty pound one there. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't get mine off Amazon. I got mine like direct from someplace. Gotcha. I, I don't remember what it was called. I'll have to look it up. Because yeah, Bernie you, has the gravity blanket. Yeah, you, there's like uh, so many places now that make them. Yeah. You ever just take the weighted blanket and just like ball it up and then throw it like a net at Esther? And see oh God! It. <laughs> you could hurt someone like that. It's not enough to hurt him, but it would be enough to like almost like uh, those nets with the the weighted things on the edge of them. I think if you're not expecting it, it could knock you down. Yeah. Oh, well, if it was absolutely. balled up, yeah. If it was balled you up. You could throw no. it like a net. Imagine throwing... It has to be gently placed. Could, oh, do you think... Oh, man. Do you think any kids have ever died? From, from a weighted, weighted blanket? blanket? <laughs> like trapped? Only Only weaklings. Yeah, but yeah. like you, you not put, true Spartans. Like yeah, you go touch, shred their fucking notes to Santa, and then <laughs> like you put tuck your kid into bed, and then like he gets trapped underneath the weighted blanket. I feel like a parent. Uh, you can, uh, you can, you can wiggle that. out of it. Like you can just make your way. It's not like going to be pushing against you. It's still like if you get intertwined in it, like maybe sure. I don't know if you'd suffocate, but you might get trapped in there a little bit. Like sure. I've been. Tangled with it. How about you don't throw weighted blankets on the kids? Right. Uh, here's here's a stupid question. I'm, I'm I'm trying to research this for you, Chris. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, I, I see here someone has asked the internet, "Can a baby safely use a weighted blanket?" Here's someone else. Are weighted blankets safe for babies? No. Maybe you shouldn't have a fucking kid. Okay. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> I don't like people. Just generally speaking, they ask questions like that. I don't like Do they it. think it's gonna like have that swaddling effect? I guess. Because like, baby, like when you like. I mean, I I know I remember when I had babies, and the way I would get them to calm down is just to dren- gently push fifteen pounds of weight on them. <laughs> you know, just, and then just evenly distribute just fifteen pounds of pressure. Yeah, and then they would stop crying. It was perfect every single time. Well, and you want them to start working out young. That's the way. Yeah. Push, push back. Come on, roll over. If you could get yourself out, you could have a drink of milk. Yep. Yeah, Good everyone luck. wants to try to get their baby to learn to turn over, but you got to get a baby that can turn over with the weighted blanket on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, strongest baby in town. And then you have a super baby. Don't put weighted blankets on your body. No, don't do that. Uh, what, what? I didn't read the answer. I assume the answer is no, it's not safe for a baby. It's not safe for a child. Yeah. Or a um, 29-year-old woman. Now I'm just imagining people like weight training babies. 
Because <laughs> I'm like, that sounds like a cool competition <laughs> or something where you just get like, like at what age? I, I, I think I've seen videos of like little kids who like have do like muscles? weights and they're like super muscular. Yeah. And there's, then they're deformed was, for the rest of their life. There's one kid in particular. Got, that little I, Hercules or something like yeah. that? Is that his name? He's, he was like four or five and he was like fucking jacked. Like his dad had been training him since he was, I think, like two and a half. It's not right. It's not good. It was, well, what does it six. do to them? Six. Okay. I'm sure it fucks with their growth and the way that their body develops and the way that they actually like. Yeah, but think of all the ladies they're going to get. Oh, so many. So many. Oh, that, that six year old poon. <laughs> I don't like that you said that. <laughs> don't this like that you said that at all. podcast is going to get demonetized so fast. <laughs> no, it, it took about 40 minutes for it to be demonetized. <laughs> yeah, he's a. Uh, uh, man, that's so weird. That. So weird. Yeah. He's he's he could beat me up. I'll give him my lunch money. Yeah, he could lift the weighted blanket. Yeah, it's it's safe for him. Um, man, I read this super fucked up story. I was saying, oh, hold on, what did what did you send me, Eric? Four exercises to help babies get stronger. What are they? What the I'll fuck? make Chris do them. Uh, uh, tummy time. Oh, I do tummy time at the gym all the time. <laughs> uh, it's tummy time, bitch. <laughs> sit ups. Bicycling and weightlifting. Okay, weightlifting. Uh, picking up objects. I've done three or four of those. What are they lifting? Whoa! Oh, that's a little Hercules. That kid's so, so strong. Oh. Is it weird to think I want a body like that? <laughs> a little bit. You know what, Chris? A bit. It's not weird to think that. It's weird to say it on a podcast, though. <laughs> I can't wait to have all of these things taken out of context and cut up. Oh, no. weird uh, I was reading some fucked up thing. I was saying that I, was, I think I was telling John earlier that we should do a segment uh, on the podcast, like every now and then, about just like weird news that I read about stuff that happens in China. So uh, I feel like I read so many weird stories that originate in China. And I think it's just sheer volume of people. Like you have over a billion people. It's the odds. You're going to end up with like a couple of weird stories. It, it, it the odds are in how, China's like, favor. If yeah. there ever was a human superhero, they would come from China probably. So China someone, and India. Someone who had powers, it would likely come from one of those two places. You ever see one of those maps where they like put a circle around like uh, Southeast Asia basically? And they say more people live in this circle than outside of this circle. It's like China, India, and Indonesia. That's yeah. crazy. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you have a huge portion of the world all live right there. Uh, anyway, uh, I was reading this story about this man who, in China, who was sick and he had a fungal infection in his lungs because every day after work when he got home, he would smell his socks. And I, they suspect that, like, he got some kind of fungus off of the socks that he was inhaling and was traveling into his lungs that he needed to have special medicine. Did they say? Target. They said at first they thought he had pneumonia. And they were treating it like that, but like that, it wasn't responding. The, the only well, like fungal infection I could think of is athlete's foot. So how do you? His athlete's well, heart. Is, did it build up over time, or was it just one time that got a fungal? You know, like yeah, I don't know. How do you even get to that point where you are questioning the him to try to figure out where the source is, and you ask the right question, in which the answer is, oh yeah, I smell my socks every day after work. Like, what's the question? That like they how, ask, do you, how do you do? do yeah, how do you get that information? Yeah. Like, I'm reading the article here to try to figure out. Do you have any weird habits that, or like uh, non-typical things that you maybe do it was every some, day? like? And then you, any, anything with like with feet? They maybe they asked him with or like have you interacted with feet anytime? Ingesting recently? any type of have you licked feet? Have you licked feet? Hey, Are you a feet person? Chris, have you interacted with feet recently? No, I don't think so. Well, you probably interact with feet every day when you put your socks on. Yeah. Whoa. 
Mind blown. And I'd be like, well, sometimes I put on my socks and smell. Sometimes and I smell. put on my socks. Sometimes it, I eat a so, soup. Uh, after they treated him for pneumonia, I wasn't uh, reacting to the treatment. The article says it was only later when doctors re-interviewed the man that they found out about his daily sock sniffing ritual and realized his diagnosis of pulmonary fungal disease could have been caused by inhaling fungal spores embedded in the dank fibers of his dirty socks. Oh my sock. god. <laughs> Uh, yep. Why did he, he confess to physicians? He had become addicted to smelling his socks that he had been wearing. Is there anything you guys are addicted to smelling? <laughs> Six-year-old. <laughs> That's it, everybody. We're thank, thank you for joining us for our RT podcast. Right. Our last uh, one. Call the cops. Uh, <laughs> wrap it up, fellas. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I knew something was going to happen when he snickered the second I said that. Oh my god. No. Uh, Is that going to be the title of this episode? <laughs> it better not be. <laughs> Can it? I think that's how you get banned from YouTube. It's, it's not live. They're going to cut all this out anyway <laughs> before it goes out. Or it could be um, Chris wants that six-year-old body. <laughs> um, I'm fine with either of those. You make the thumbnail. Something uh, I'm addicted to smelling. Nothing I can think of. Or just like, I guess something you really enjoy the smell of. Like something unconventional? I feel like... Anytime I'm in a new car, I can't get enough of that smell. Mm. Like, I'm like, could you drive me around again? Because I just want to smell your I just car. imagine you in, in a car breathing ever so heavily just through your nostrils. Yeah. Are you okay? In, out, in, out. <laughs> Heavy breathing. Yeah. I love the smell of a new car. Yeah. Right, what, John? What? Right, John? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, I apologize. Uh, what is the smell of a new car, though? Because it's, it's all like. Is it soap? No, it's terrible. It's all. It's like rubber. Yeah, it's all like the adhesives and the plastics and everything that they've made that are curing still. Like it's still all like chemicals. settling and coming together. It's just like it's all cancer causing. And that's chemicals. a good smell to us. To us, it, it is. It smells great. I can't. I the thing is, I can't describe it. Like like fruit smells and vanilla smells, you could describe. It's like sweet and sugary. I just yeah. I, I I don't assume that there is a specific description, but a new car sounds like it's it's got to have some sort of. Like source of what it is you're smelling. I guess yeah. it's also like it's not just new car, but like new house and new things that are new. Things that are new, but new car is a very specific. What's the one. newness? I guess it's what Gus said. It's yeah, like the different like plastics chemicals and, and chemicals. Everything all okay, meshing together. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the other weird China story. Let's go another weird that China read, story. Who's smelling what? Run the theme song one more time. The I'm, I'm, weird stuff I'm, I'm, I'm going to read you the headline. <laughs> go for it. China breeds super cockroach to eat away 50 ton a day waste problem. I love stuff like that. This is, this is, it's like the old lady who swallowed the fly. Fly? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but this is going to lead to super cock villains. I was going to say, this is, this is super the start of a villain story. <laughs> super super villain. cock villains? I think someone said it's like the, it's the plot for Men in Black. Yeah, it is. But that's, but that's something we often do is that in order to like, Solve some sort of problem where we have too much of something or there's like something that's running rampant We'll genetically alter something else or introduce another element that then fights that thing uh -huh. And then it just all gets fucked up because there, there's gonna be a side effect. We didn't think about yeah And it's Super like oh, runs as a side effect. How yeah. big is it? <laughs> I think they're normal. It's just like maybe they're hungrier. They're just really jacked like little Hercules Yeah, and they eat trash. Yeah, they just like eat trash uh, Which city is it? Um so I, I guess they said Beijing in 2017 produced 9 million tons of rubbish, which seems low for a city of that size. Uh, so, God, in 
Jinan, I think is the name, the capital of the eastern province of Shandong. Uh, they ho- they have a plant that hosts <laughs> a billion of those cockroaches to dispose of daily waste. A billion cockroaches are in this place. So they, j- oh man, can you imagine like that many cockroaches? Is, is that a sound have to wear at that so point? Many Do they make a sound? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> gotta be. Yeah, not enough clothes in the world to keep no. Barbara safe from that. No. Fuck that. Cockroaches, man. They, but they don't hurt you. They're But they're creepy. They, they are trash. creepy. Are you trash? Could I you walk trash. through could you walk through a giant room filled to the brim with cockroaches? Absolutely what? not. Uh for, for a billion dollars. Uh, for a million dollars. Could you walk through this is a million dollars butt episode now? Billion dollars. A million uh, just like a it's room a you just have dollars. to walk through. I'd do it for a million. For a million dollars? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the lowest amount you would do it for? Would you do it for ten grand? I do I do it for I do it for a hundred grand. A hundred grand? Yeah. Let's, let's, crowd, let's crowdfund this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gotta be her height? Oh, I mean it's yeah, there's you, you, you there's no escaping them. Yeah. They're everywhere. They well, just, once it's above your height, and you have to be naked. Much. What? Chris, are, do you want to admit like any kind of weird? No, no, Can no. I at least cover my yeah, yeah, holes? Yes, 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 yes. You're you're like you don't you can cover your stuff, but you can't be cover like that. you can't clothe hey. up and wear a suit that like protects oh. you from everything. Gotcha. You know, you get that. you get three corks. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, choose wisely. <laughs> Remember that time Barbara One, asked Chris two. if she could at least cover her holes? That was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> cover your holes. Uh, here, I'm gonna read this. I want to remind everyone, this episode of Receipt Podcast is also brought to you by Stamps.com. These days, you can get practically everything on demand, like our podcast. You listen whenever you want, whenever it's convenient for you. Did you know you can even get postage on demand, and all you need is Stamps.com? With Stamps.com, you can access all of the services of the post office right from your desk. You can buy and print real postage for any letter or any package, all available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just click, print, mail, and you're done. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale so you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every time. Uh, I've used Stamps.com plenty of times to send letters and packages. It's easy and convenient. With my busy schedule, you all know how busy I am, (laughs) it's hard to find the time to run errands, but Stamps.com makes mailing things so easy. So right now, use code ROOSTER for this special offer. It's a four-week trial that includes postage and a digital scale. Don't wait. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, make sure you click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in ROOSTER. That's stamps.com, enter code ROOSTER. So thanks to stamps.com for supporting this episode of the Rooster Podcast. A great, great way to mail your letters to Santa. Where they will not be shredded. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I think, I've heard stories before, I can't remember what it is, but I know that they do something with letters that are addressed to the North Pole. I don't remember what Send it is. Send them to Santa is what they do. Send them Santa. They send, they send, they send them all the way, express. Um, speaking I, of express. They give them to that cockroach. I, I saw the other day there was a, a Southwest Airlines flight. I think it was heading from Seattle to Dallas that had to turn around and return to Seattle because they had a human heart on board. As in someone... Don't sn- they have a couple human hearts on board? They had a human heart without the rest of the body. So oh. Seattle. So it went from Seattle to Dallas. It was on its way to Dallas. And so it had to turn around... To Seattle. They, I believe... Because they forgot they had a heart. <laughs> because they forgot, yeah. They or was it someone sneaking it? in a heart? Like they or, forgot to unload it in Seattle. I think that uh, oh, wow. I think it was coming up from Sacramento. I'm, I'm trying to reread the the article right now, but I'm pretty sure it said it was coming up from Sacramento, somewhere in California. God, could you imagine if that was your heart? But the, the weird thing is that <laughs> uh, so this was an article I read in the Seattle Times that they reached out to local hospitals and no hospital said that it was theirs, 
And also, normally, when there's organ transplants, they use private yeah, aircraft not, for not that. Yeah, not like commercial. Not on a jets. commercial flight. So they couldn't immediately figure out who the heart was intended for or why. But they knew they needed to turn I just, around. But no, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just, like I should say, the newspaper couldn't figure out. Gotcha. Who this heart was. Imagine for. if you were. You're like, congratulations, John. We found you a heart for your heart transplant. Good. I've it's always wanted. It's I've always its, wanted to. It's, it's on, on its way, way right now. Yep. And then you're like, John. Um, it got lost in the on the flight. Like, <laughs> I don't. We think it might be in. Well, we I'm don't just know where it is. Imagining if it's like your heart and you're there at baggage claim. Yeah. And all the bags are going around. You're God, like, where is it? Oh, fucking hell. Every time. And then you go up. And then you go up. <laughs> I knew the I shouldn't have the checked. The, I knew I shouldn't have checked. And he's it. like, uh, what does your bag look like? Well, it's a white box. It's shaped a, like a heart. <laughs> has a heart on it. Uh, what's the contents of it? Human heart. A heart. <laughs> That's it. A heart. And, one, and some ice. Yeah. <laughs> and one soup. Oh, you weren't supposed to check liquids. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, they, they, uh, I don't think they could figure out where it was supposed to be. Uh, I can yeah. empathize with this person because I had a similar situation oh, recently. Real fast before we get to that. Go for it. And then when they returned to Seattle, the passengers had to deplane because the aircraft had an unrelated mechanical issue. <laughs> wow. Wow. So they ended up with a, five, on that flight. a fucking five-hour delay. What? Anyway. We, what's your what similar you story? I had, had a very similar situation recently where uh, uh, the other night, two nights ago, I locked myself out of my car as I pulled into my apartment complex, which means I was locked out of my car and out of my apartment. And then you had to take a flight to Seattle where there was had a human heart. Had to take a flight heart. to Seattle. That's bullshit. Broke your heart. That, that's just like you, you calling out my injury. Hey, what you're if- still, You're still saying. What if I, what if I finish my story first yeah, you before still, you start being a little piss pot? <laughs> go ahead. What if I finish Please my story? Please do finish, John. What if I finish? Please so, finish. We'll judge. I've, I found that I had three soups that I could eat while I waited for my... <laughs> no. So I call AAA and uh, I managed to get to my office and get my office to let me into my... My apartment office to let me into my apartment. So there... And so I'm like, okay, cool. I just need to get AAA to come and open my car so I can get my keys because they're sitting on the driver's seat. And so I call AAA. They give me a bracket of time when the AAA person might show up, which is about an hour. And then about half an hour into that, um, I get a notification... They're on their way. Here's a link. You can track them the entire time they're coming to you. So, nice. Perfect. So um, this was happening while I was like I was playing uh, Siege with uh, Alfredo. And uh, and so the whole time I'm like I'm giving them updates on the person coming. So I'm like I'm going to have to leave the match to go get my keys from this person. So I watched them drive from like down like southern part of Austin up towards me. And they finally get close to me. And so I stopped checking on them. And then I check back again 15 minutes later, and they have gone an opposite direction away from me. Mm. And I'm like, all right, they must be like, I don't know, checking on someone else really quick. So they go all the way to the other side of Austin from me. Holy shit. And then they get to this one part that's literally on the opposite side, like lengthwise of Austin, the opposite side of Austin from me. And they, they park somewhere. And then they stayed there for an hour. And so about 45 minutes into that, I was like, What's going on? Because we're now past a half an hour yeah. past the point. And are you able to like to text there. or message? Them? I, had, I hadn't gotten a number yet for the person. All I had was a link mm. to go to the thing. So I could call AAA again and try to get information, um, which I did eventually. But then I found where like you could zoom in all the way to where their map was, and I could see the address they were at. And so I looked up where they were at. They were at an IHOP. <laughs> they were at the very least they were next to an IHOP and they were there for an hour and then eventually I refreshed and they started heading towards me and they uh they got like close to me and finally called me and were like we're on our way. Oh my god. Um, Got to get them pancakes. Yeah. He's hungry. 
So they, I thought like, you were gonna say that it was a hospital. No, I thought, that's what like, I thought. Some yeah, type yeah. of heart attack or some shit. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, because that's what the person that would have been. That would have made your story like. The, the airplane hard on the airplane. Well, they were heading the, for They were heading towards me with something I needed, and then they went the opposite direction away, and then they finally came back, which is what that flight. The stakes did. are way lower. The stakes are way lower. It was almost like I was making a joke. Did they buy three soups? They didn't buy three soups at IHOP, which is very well <laughs> did, known for its soups. Did they get any burgers? Because it was IHOP for a while. Remember <laughs> yeah. that fucking <laughs> stupid ass shit. We I have not been to right? IHOP in quite a while. Me neither. Did uh, they? Uh, when's the last time I went to an IHOP. They, there's a restaurant here called Kirby Lane, and they just opened up a, a new location. Yeah. Where? I don't really care for Kirby right, Lane right next door. Near the new Alamo. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw that JT Youngblood's over there closed by the Alamo. Oh, did it? That's not surprising oh, wow. at all. Oh, every that, time that I tried to go there, it's been closed. It was, every single It was time. good. Yeah. But yeah, every anytime I went there, it was never... There was never yeah. anybody there. Yeah. It was like I'd be in there with like one other table and be like, I don't know how they're keeping this place open. <laughs> I have a really sad one experience in that restaurant. That's the only time I went, ever went to that restaurant and Andy was there and it was on a day that um, I had gone out with a girl a few nights before and we'd gone on a date mm-hmm. and by the end of the date we had made plans to, to hang out again. And so I waited a few days and I texted her. And it was one of those times where I text like, hey, you want to meet up? And she didn't respond. And she didn't respond for hours and hours and hours. And it was like a half day and she hadn't responded. And so I got very fixated and I was like, I was getting like, I was, I was getting upset. That's the best way to put it. I was like, oh, I like, cause I really like this girl. Mm-hmm. And she had said, she had been the one who proposed we go on another date and um, she wasn't responding. And so Andy, Andy was with me and we eventually went to JT Youngbloods and I was, uh, I was like, I think this has been like the second time in a row someone had ghosted me like this, and so I was. Was really, she just at IHOP? She was just at IHOP. She you checked the tracker. I used yeah. the tracker. So ah, she's at IHOP. Every time I go on a date, I give them a tracker. Yeah, here's a link. <laughs> and uh, and she finally, I think, while we were at JT, texted me back, and I got one of those text messages like, "I don't think we should see each other anymore. I'm really sorry." Oh, John, that, that sucks. Kind of so that's my only one Yikes. experience at that restaurant. I haven't been back. So both of you had a very sad experience. <laughs> but I got this text while he was like, "I wasn't eating anything because my my my." Uh, the appetite had gone. Yeah. And so Andy's just eating his fried chicken. And so I finally got this text and I was like, I want to go home. <laughs> so that he sucks. got his food to go. And he was, Andy's a great friend. And we, and, and because we were like in the same car. Kept you company. Yeah. And so we had to go and get me to my car and I went home. So Aww. yeah, I really sad to see that. I place wish go. you'd gotten locked out then. <laughs> yeah. That would have been. <laughs> <laughs> and then the triple A guy drives away from your house. Like, rejection. And you find every out time. that he, he was on a date with the yeah. girl. Then, yeah. then he texts you, I really think you should get someone else to open your car. <laughs> I did get, I did get, I can't remember if I've told this story before, but I did get redemption one time about being ghosted by someone. It might have been this girl. And uh, uh, where she had, we'd had a very nice date and we had, uh, and and we'd even meet, she'd been the one who proposed we have, we go on another date and even said a specific, she like, even said like a specific movie she wanted to see with me. And then she goes to me like that and just then finally said, I don't think we should, we, sh- we should see each other and that kind of thing. And I don't ever like draw that out. I yeah. usually just like, Okay, sorry to hear that. Um, blah blah blah. Um, I think it was then like a week or two later um, that Cameron, who works with us, uh, comes up to me and he goes, "Hey, did you go on a date with her name?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "He's like, I met her at a party recently." And and I'm like, "How did you find out that yeah. that yeah. that I went on a date with her?" He's like, "Well, I I told her where I worked, and she put two and two together and told me about you went on a date." And I, uh, I was like, hey, 
did you find out why she didn't want to go out with me again? <laughs> and he's and he just looks at me with this look and he goes, yeah. <laughs> what? And I go, um, you have to tell him. He's like, Do, are you sure you want to know? I was like, yes, because it has been bothering me for so since then that I just don't know why. I want to know the why. Ca- this doesn't make any... Okay, go ahead. What a, I know. Which I then, don't like this which girl. Then, She's uh, not very brings nice. into question where this conversation came into or she just blurted out right. why. Um, the reason why was because... Small dick. Your face. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, Barbara. <laughs> she hadn't seen my small dick yet. Okay. <laughs> that six-year-old dick. God. You've now said six-year-old poon and six-year-old dick in the same podcast. Bingo! I did it! <laughs> That's a bingo! No, what? do you want to know why yes, she, why yes, she didn't want to go out a day with me? Was, should, no, let's just all guess. Oh, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's just play this. This is a game no, no, I can't no, no, lose that. All right, mm. small dick. What else? No, that's Your not face. my real guess. My face. Personality. Personality. No, none of those things. Um, You're the closest. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Your uh, big belly button. Oh, oh, is it your is it your toe thumb? Is it your toe thumb? Is it your toe thumb? Nope, she hadn't seen both the thumbs yet. Um she No no just tell us. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, I really want to know. You were close. Last guess, Barbara, you were close. <laughs> your butthole's too big. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good guess. Yeah. No. Uh she was uh six foot one and I'm five ten. Oh, oh. height. But height. how did she just figure that out after so many dates? Well, only one date. One date. Oh, um, and so she had been apparently, I guess, nice enough to stay on the date with me after she had walked up and seen I was short. But you're, but not, you're not really short. You're not short. Okay, I was shorter than her. I feel like if she, man, if it's that big of a deal breaker for her, yeah. I'm surprised she didn't ask you. Yeah, a lot of people on dating sites now put their heights. I don't put my height or stuff like that. I think mm. it's stupid. I because I don't, I don't care. I've da- I've dated short. And I would I've think, dated, dated. I would think most guys would. Tall. Yeah. Probably lie anyway, right? And add a few inches. I've heard on girls, your height. No, I've had yeah. I've had friends who t- have told me they're like they go out with a, a guy and they lied about their height and they're like five two. Yeah. I guess, but well, um, maybe not that. But it, but it, but it was like, it, it, I mean, it was she was she was like just this much taller than me, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think it's it comes from a insecurity aspect of because like I'm a tall girl. I'm five foot nine, which I know is not six foot one, but I'm typically taller than a lot of guys that I meet, and especially when you're dating. Um, and it comes from, like, I was insecure about being taller than a guy because I felt, like, more masculine in that sense. I didn't feel, like, very feminine when I was with them. And some girls are fine with it, and some girls are not. I think it's, like, it all is just a personal preference. Yeah. I don't know. Just, like, some guys like big tits. Some guys like small tits. Some guys like no tits. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss book, but for adults. <laughs> Some like it green. Some like it mean. Six-year-old poon. Six-year-old dick. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. But now you know. I'm trying to get away from it now. <laughs> oh, I had another old story from China. You just have a folder now? <laughs> yeah, I've got a, like a, a list of People stuff are gonna that, start that I like to this. talk about. They're going to be just no, I forgot. This point. was in a different place because it was from a few months ago and we just never got around to it. But I'm talking about China stuff. Yeah. May as well throw it in now. Let's go. More China. Roll that theme song. Chinese, China. <laughs> Chinese police <laughs> discover chicken feet for sale 46 years past sell-by date. So they found chicken feet that had been produced in 19... Like, 72? Did they eat it? No. Oh. Well, someone might have. It was, uh, this, uh, so, uh, this story was from 2013. So it would have been from 1967. Uh, oh during God. a raid conducted in May, police in the 
Police in the southwestern province of Guangxi uh, said they smashed an underground network that had been swamping the Chinese food market with substandard chicken feet, tripe, and throat. That oh. is a movie uh, I need made. They discovered chicken feet that date back to 1967. Uh, da, 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 the smuggling decades to China. Expired. expired meat was treated with chemicals, including hydrogen peroxide, to kill bacteria and prolong the expiry date and to make the feet look white and big. Oh uh, the smugglers were able to turn a profit of around... It's a British site. So smugglers were able to turn a profit of around 1,750 pounds per ton. Uh, by transforming one kilogram of out-of-date chicken into 1.5 kilogram of apparently fresh chicken. That is just, that's like the same as like cutting your, your like cocaine with like flour. The chicken feet that are as old as the debut album of both The Doors and Pink Floyd. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> would that imagine? not like hurt, like injure someone? I mean, yes. make them sick? Yeah, like it would injure sick? them. They would get injured. Yeah. Could oh, you, okay. No, that. not getting make them sick. It would make them injured. Well, it would like injure a, them, yeah. But like, I mean, not just make them sick, but be dangerous to their actual health? You would think so. Long yes, term? I would imagine yeah. eating anything that's been treated so with hydrogen peroxide is not going to be the, stuff that's that old. The chicken got smuggled into China from Vietnam, where wow. in 1967 the Vietnam War was going on. That chicken has seen some shit. Why? I don't want to eat chicken That's feet. such a weird heist. Like, <laughs> like got, I, got, I got a plan, John. Isn't it good? John, we, let's make the we're movie. Gonna, we're going to make it big. Let's, make, let's, buy, let's buy the movie rights. We can do this. <laughs> that's terrible, man. I, 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 Ocean's Fourteen. Ah. Little Trouble in Big China is what it oh. would be called. There, like, I feel like we've talked about this before, but I've read stories previously about like, you know, like food safety so being such an issue in China that there's like some counterfeit foods, like there's counterfeit grapes and counterfeit rice, and there's also like, in some areas there's problems with what do they call it? They where I forget they have a term for it. I forget what it is, but where some places will collect grease out of the sewer system or out of the streets and uh like reuse it i don't want to i don't want to my i, I don't, don't wanna, feel so good i feel injured like some really <laughs> oh and injured. i think they also had counterfeit eggs was another one that i wrote read about in the past so they're not real eggs yeah what does it like it's just made out of different ingredients let's see counter because like there's those vegetables gutter oil gutter oil you oh. nailed it that was it because there's like gutter fake oil Meat that vegetarians eat, like that. That's yummy. What's that burger called? Like the Impossible, impossible Burger. burger. Yummy. But, that's made that, but like, I wouldn't call it counterfeit burger. It is though. It is a counterfeit burger. Yeah. That's a it's really, trying to be, but it's just being. It's actually openly being passed off. Yeah, so it's not so counterfeit. Yeah, I could see like like chopping up little pieces of paper and making like and mixing it in with eggs or something. Or paper. Or, or like, you're gonna make a you're gonna make a substitute egg, and you went with okay, paper as your first thing. Yeah, yeah. If you shredded it up is, enough, this and is like from, made it all. This is from Time. Uh, they had uh, an anonymous source that explained how the fake eggs were made. They prepare a mold, then they mix the right amount of resin, starch, coagulant, and pigments to make the egg white. To make the egg white, then sodium alginate extracted from brown algae gives the egg white the correct viscosity. Then add fake egg yolk, which is a different mix of resin and pigments. Once the proper shape is achieved, an amalgamate of paraffin wax, gypsum powder, and calcium carbonate makes up the shell. That's a lot. So it's just a bunch of like gelatin shit inside of it mm -hmm. with like salt and, and coloring. Yep. And that's cheaper. I guess so. That's so weird. No, thanks. I'm good. That's I love eggs. 2012. I had eggs this I morning. In uh, other news, non-China news, I don't know if you guys saw the new... 
commercial for, I think it's like Google Home with Macaulay Culkin. No, I haven't seen what? that. What? It is, I, this is something that you would think people would hate, but I watched the ad. It Wait, for, I can have Macaulay Culkin at my home? No, it's um, an ad for the Google Home, oh. and it's basically Macaulay Culkin recreating scenes from Home Alone yes. with the Google Home. That seems oh. awesome. And I fucking loved it. It made me really nostalgic. You got me really excited. I want Macaulay Culkin to <laughs> talk to me when I come home. It was uh, like they had the like video of like someone ringing the doorbell for a pizza, and he was like, keep the change, you filthy animal, that scene. and uh, Have you seen Home Alone? Oh yeah. Okay. You you hadn't seen a lot of Christmas movies. So Home Alone. Was, those movies what about are. Two? I've seen Home Alone two. Okay. Three is with a different. Three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I saw that. Four is also with a different. There's kid. a four. Yeah. 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 In fact, I think um, if I remember correctly, Red Letter Media on YouTube recently watched Home Alone four with Macaulay Culkin. Wow. It's from 2002. Um, there was a really funny thread on Reddit the other day where it was like, which movies could have been avoided altogether if the main character wasn't such an idiot. That's probably half of like, the movies. From someone said Home Alone two. If he just waited till he was on the plane to change the batteries in his camera. Oh yeah, that would have, the whole movie would have been avoided. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of movies the, that like if it's just that you remove that one well, moment. Yeah. The, comedy, you were about to comedies be on a work a lot flight. better. I mean, comedies can pull that off. Yeah. More so than a drama. Yeah. That was that was part, the, well. I don't want to get into Star Wars, but the main <laughs> character in Home Alone four is named Kevin McAllister. So it's the same. Yeah. Well, what's the main character in three? I think it's Kevin. Like he, they like just call him son. Kevin. But he like stays the same age. He, he doesn't look the same is at he all. Like, no, is he like Garfield or something? Or huh? Garfield just never ages. The cat. Garfield's a ca- Garfield's a cartoon. <laughs> He's a comic. The cat. Garfield. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Never mind. All right. That's bad comparison. <laughs> never mind. Wolverine never ages. And, the Simpsons. And Simpsons, Simpsons never age. Never age. Yeah. The baby from Family Guy never ages. It's great. Yeah. It comes like magic. Mm, I don't think the character in did they skip Kevin and then Kevin go back to Kevin? Yeah. How I, many Beethovens are but there? It's the same actors. <laughs> it's Alex Linz is the main character, the, the name of the main character in Home Alone Three. No. But it's the same actor in Four. No, it's a different actor in uh, Four. Okay. But it's, it was, it was Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay Culkin, different actor, different actor. Gotcha. I thought it was Macaulay Kevin McAllister, Culkin. Kevin McAllister. Not Ma- Kevin McAllister, Kevin McAllister. Then we turned it. It's kind of like when the Bourne identity was like, we're going to do Jeremy Renner's story. And then it was like, we don't want Jeremy Renner's story. So we went back to Jason Bourne's story. I feel like Jeremy oh. Renner was like, Hollywood was grooming him to be like the next big person. You know, he was Jason Bourne for a while. He was in Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. And it was like, oh, no, he's going to be like Avengers. the new or, uh, Ethan Hunt. Yeah, he was in the Avengers movies. And then like... Jason Bourne was like, no, no, we'll, 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 we don't want him to be our Jason Bourne and Mission Pass. Impossible is still Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, he only did one movie with Mission Impossible. Did he do two? One movie? Two? Can't remember. But he's not in the, late, the most recent one. No. Which he, is a, maybe the best one. It's fantastic. Oh, I actually, yeah, I made I, a I list. I just bought it the other what, day. Mission Impossible? Fallout, yeah. yeah I it's made so a, good. I made a list of all the movies uh, with 2018 theatrical releases that I saw this year, and I'm up to 54. Damn, Damn. that's um, good. And so I saw at least one new movie a week at, at minimum as far as averages go. Um, but you never asked me to go to the movies. You had 54 I chances. I had 54 chances. I would say on average, I, if I had to make a guess, 35 of those to 40 of those were by myself. Well, I still had a, oh, like awesome. 30. I go to the movies all by myself. I, would l- I know some people have like a... Some people have hang-ups about like going to the movie by yourself or going to a restaurant eating by yourself. I love it. Both of those would be awesome. Yeah, I, lo- I love both of those things. Like whenever yeah. we're on a trip or traveling, it's like if I get to go somewhere and like eat in a restaurant by myself, yes, please. It's great. <laughs> um, you probably don't get to do that often because you're married. 
Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not complaining about like That's about that or having bad ball ball and chain, man. Yeah, I'm just saying like it's. I think I, I, I I've, even before I was married, I never had any problem. Yeah, eating by myself, I think it's awesome. Going to going to movies is like a special treat. Like a treat, I like treat it. Yourself day. It, even especially at Alamo, you can go by yourself, watch the movie, and have like a nice meal. Also, while you watch the movie, so it's like a fun just thing to do by myself. And but if the movie's bad, you just start ordering drinks. <laughs> yeah. What are your bad movie last night? Uh, Favorite things to do by yourself. Besides masturbation. Besides masturbation. Uh, I mean, that's movies. number one. <laughs> one <for every laughs> masturbation, masturbation, that's masturbation. That's a given. I mean, um, movies, mm -hmm. working out, and I'd even say playing video games because I like single player games the best. Mm. I would say also movies, uh, shopping. I like to shop by myself. Oh, yeah. I don't really like to shop with other people. No. It stresses me out a little too much. I do headphones. Even when I shopping. can't shop by myself. I hate shopping. I have to shop by myself. Um, we need and to get then, you a new belt. I know. I also like just going to like coffee shops by myself. Mm -hmm. I do too. I like doing that. Just to like work on stuff or, or read. read, chill out, like zone to, out. I like to read by myself. Making <laughs> breakfast. That's my favorite thing. Making breakfast. But, you, uh, but that little know. kid ruined it for you. That little kid ruined it. <laughs> yeah. That little fucker. I know. I was having a great time. What was his name? I didn't ask. I hid. Chris. I hid? But yeah. Young Chris. <laughs> it was you. Oh, that'd be trippy. From yeah. the past. I was about to, I was gonna say the future and I was like, that's not right. But I, I did make a I made I tried to figure out what were my top five movies of the year, but I'm curious if you can just recall your favorite movie of the year. Like it is, like I'm sure there's if you looked at a list you could find exactly which one. But we just, talked about this I think the other week on the did podcast. Did you? We talked about there's a movies that people should see that maybe they hadn't seen this year in 2018. Eighth grade is pretty good. It's great. Oh, oh. Yeah. and that's probably why you're thinking about it. That's probably so. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. So it's uh, not on Amazon Prime in like a day or so. Avengers it might be. If you haven't seen Avengers, <laughs> Fallout yeah, might be Mission up Impossible, there. Impossible, I think was my favorite movie experience. I, I put I, Fallout theater. as three. Mm. I really enjoyed uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. It I was, did not. You didn't like it? Did not like it. Um, Why not? I thought, if you want my uh, opinion, and I don't want to make my opinion sound like you're, I think, lower of you because you like it. Movies are subjective. Absolutely. But personally, and it's probably enhanced because I'd just seen Crimes of Grindelwald as well, and I think this is a, a perpetrator of this as well, is that Ralph Breaks the Internet was very much something that I think was devoid of actually a worthwhile story or sensible characters or character development and instead was a nostalgia button, which is scream about inside jokes that people get, which is the internet. It's a lot of inside jokes. Flex all these IPs you have, which is Disney, and just like, ah, we have the princesses and Star Wars and Avengers and that kind of thing, but um, not actual, and, and also skirt around a topic, the internet and YouTube, in a, I think, a skewed perspective that gives a, a, a kind of a weird view on how YouTube actually is, the effects it has on people, and how the internet has effects on people, mm -hmm. and do it all in this way that just kind of punches that nostalgia button in people's heads. I enjoyed it for its simplified versions of those. And so things, that, yeah. that's all, like, fully admit to movies being subjective and that kind of thing. And that I thought it was uh, very charming and just, I was smiling the whole time. Yeah, and I'm usually Great. very easy to please when it comes to movies. Like if I just had a good time watching it, I'll say like that was a good movie. Can you think of the last movie you really hated? <sighs> or is it hard to even think? The, hate, the hated is so Jurassic, strong. I can think Jurassic, of the last Jurassic, movie I hated. The most recent Jurassic Park. Oh, that was uh, um. I did make a list of my top five movies, and I think that's number two of my. Uh, like yeah. bottom five movies. It was it was no, impressively five, yeah. bad. I thought it was impressive. Yeah, it was a lot um, of money to make a really bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 
Barb, I'd I'm have so, to like look them up. I was thinking this made me. Th- I'm, you know how I invited you to that escape room uh, like a month or so ago. Yeah, invite fun. me to escape rooms. Well, I'm, it's just not, Chris. It's just Chris's basement. I'm not gonna yeah, fucking invite yeah. you to movies. You don't invite oh, me. I have only been to like two it was only like one escape room. So you had anyway, one, you had one I, chance to invite. I invited. Me. I invited uh, Barb. I yeah. had an extra spot in the escape room. I invited Barb because we were is with a bunch of the funhouse people because we were working mm-hmm. on Arizona Circle. No, not friends. Super glad. Anyways. Super glad that you didn't come, Barb, because. Uh, whenever we got in there and we we're like counted up, we had enough people. We had we had the max number for the room. Yeah, I didn't count myself. Oh no! So I would, <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, how did? I was like, because I had so a. So if, l- if I came, one person would have to sit we, out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Or maybe they would have let us do it with an extra person. But yeah. it was like one of those things. I was like, oh, we get it. We get as many people as possible. And then I was like, oh. that you would have fucked. I'm really glad. Over. I'm really glad you didn't come. Way to go, Chris. I'm glad I didn't come too. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at. Movies from this year, and I don't know if there was anything I didn't I was, like. I mean, saw I, Robin Hood. I wasn't a big fan of Hereditary. What? I thought it was okay. That's like one of my tops. But I was like, eh. just watched it recently. I think maybe it was, it was. I think it was too hyped for me when I okay, when I saw it. That'll do it. I, th- I think I just had unreasonable expectations. It's probably the main reason why I see most movies that I want to see Thursday night opening night. Mm. I see them all. I, there I, was, and I don't also watch trailers. Mm. There's one movie that I saw which I. Thought was okay, but I think the hype around it was a little overhyped. Uh, a Star is Born. I haven't seen it yet. Well, no, the I, hype around that's crazy. It was, people were like, this is the best fucking movie. Oh my God, I got so emotional, blah, blah, blah. Everything seemed like, I don't know, the, what's the word for it? Where it's just like a bunch of scenes put together, like very quickly. Like a montage? Yeah, every, everything just seemed kind of <laughs> like a montage, like. I don't know. It just was a very disjointed piece of progressive story. Yeah. Like things happened very quickly and then like it jumped to this thing and like all of a sudden this was the way things were now. I don't know. Like it, I enjoyed it and it was okay, but I wouldn't see it again. Didn't live up to the hype. Yeah. Which I'm afraid of for Spider-Man because I haven't seen the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Same here. And everyone that like be, that better be like the perfect movie. It's number two for me for the year. Wait, really? What's your number one? Avengers. It's hard. So it's, I think it's hard to, to, to combat that. What about just the, like what it did. Um, Incredibles 2? Did you see that? Oh, that oh, yeah. was real. We saw it together. Didn't like Incredibles 2. I, I liked it a lot. Okay, I did I not. I thought it was great. Did not not like it. Thought it was passable and people what? liked it more than it needed to be. Again, I thought it I was. I loved it. it was, what do you think uh, about Incredibles 1? Loved it. Bernie, Bernie. on last week's podcast did, said he did not like it. That's fine. You're allowed to not like stuff. No, he's not. Yeah, not that. Not the Incredibles. I think, so. I, think I don't think you should dislike Incredibles. It's in the one. fucking title. It's incredible, <laughs> Monsieur Incredible. Uh, um, yeah, I thought Incredibles two was um, it was okay. Hmm. Get out here. Uh, I I, I've got something I, I want to bring Some up related, but first I want to I want to read this. I want to remind everyone this episode of the Receipt Podcast is brought to you by Upstart. Applying for a loan is a lot like applying for a job uh, that you don't get to interview for. Instead, loan companies make their decisions based off of your credit score and history without getting to know the whole you. Now, thanks to Upstart.com, it never has to be that way again. Upstart is revolutionizing the way you borrow money by rewarding you for your job experience and education in the form of smarter interest rate. Uh, So, you know, if you 
have extenuating circumstances that you'd like to take into consideration, you could absolutely uh, factor in and help you out here. So unlike traditional credit underwriting, which could be biased against people with a short credit history, which I've definitely suffered from in the past, uh, Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in less than two minutes without affecting your credit score. Once your loan is approved, the funds will be transferred to you the very next business day. So hurry over to upstart.com slash rooster to find out how low your upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes two minutes and will not affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash rooster. You know, it's really weird how all of that stuff works. When I went to I went to buy my first house in 2008, uh, I couldn't because I didn't have any credit history. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you need to build credit history. And it's like, oh, okay. So I had to spend like a year building credit before and then then after a year they're like okay now we believe you that you can buy a house mm -hmm. it's just really it's bizarre that, the way that all that system works something like that would be uh really helpful if you obviously have a job like at the time i obviously had a job and i could have bought a house they just had to go through this formality ahead of time so mm -hmm. i like stuff like that uh anyway i was going to say about movies uh, another movie that came out this year that i think disappointed a lot of people was uh cloverfield paradox which was the uh oh, yeah. the direct netflix release mm -hmm. i haven't seen but it. it's something just I, I thought it was fine it's, it's, that was it's a on weird, netflix that was a weird movie to watch the reaction to from an outside perspective where i wasn't able to get around to watching it while everyone else was watching it I still haven't seen it hmm. but it was like watching the reaction of people and like the the varying degrees yeah. of how people were like responding to it was weird it was fine uh, i think people some people really hated it i didn't love it i, I like the cloverfield universe i think some interesting ideas but one thing I guess that just came out the other day that people realized is, have you, have you all seen the first Cloverfield? Yeah. Mm -mm. I only saw Cl Cloverfield, 10, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Lane. Which is the genuinely good movie. Yeah, the, the first one. one. Yeah. First one's a genuinely good That's movie. Like no, 10 Cloverfield Lane is the second one. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. I mean, there's only, that was the third one, right? Cloverfield Paradox, Paradox is the third. Yeah. The first two are both good movies. Yeah. I heard the So the first one's like a Godzilla movie or something okay. where it's like people in New York City and it's then like a monster like attack. big mon yeah. But I guess someone realized that if you sync up and you start playing Cloverfield and Cloverfield Paradox at the same time, that in the Cloverfield Paradox, when they activate the reactor and the god particles created, that that's when the monster appears in the first Cloverfield movie. Wow. Like to try to like synchronize the movies and that's link them up. That's kind of fun. That's really cool. Yeah. Which is uh, a neat little detail. That reminds me of a thing that uh, the, you know, you know, the McElroy brothers, right? The My yeah, Brother, My Brother, Me, that kind of thing. Love their videos. They have a... A side project they do with another podcast called um, Till Death Do Us Blart, where they watch um, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 oh, God. every single year and then do a podcast about it. And it's like the five of them doing this podcast. And they and it's called Till Death Do Us Blart because they have vowed to do this until they die. So until all of them die or one of them dies? Till, well, they've actually even made jokes that they they have to have a successor to fill in for them if they die. Oh, my God. Um, so... They do it once a year and that's kind of thing. But last year, I haven't listened to this year's yet. Um, uh, but last year, Griffin synced up uh, the wall <laughs> with uh, uh, Pink Floyd mm -hmm. with Paul Hartmall Cop 2 to see if it could line up and reveal anything about it. And so as I did the podcast, he kept saying like, okay, at this point, this song came on. <laughs> it was actually pretty interesting. There were some times that he says it synced up pretty well. But I think that's a fun game to play. Do you like, recommend watching Paul Blart Mall Cop I have two listened to their podcast for the last few years. I have enjoyed their podcast. I've never seen either of the So uh, Paul, Paul Blart. Blart Mall Cop 2 <laughs> it's just a mouthful. Uh, came out April 2015. It had a production budget of $30 million. Jesus Christ. And domestically, it grossed $71 million. Yeah. 
That's the that's that's the payoff of those kinds of sh- movies. Uh, or it's like basically all of Bloomhouse's entire plan is uh, low budget, uh, easily distributed films. Mm-hmm. Then that make back their budget, no yeah. problem. Paul Blart, Mall Cop, the original, came out in 2009, had a production budget of $26 million and a domestic gross of $146 million. First one, a lot better. $146 Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Mall Cop. Mall Cop. I don't think I, I, I'm fine with never watching yeah. any of they, those films. So for the sequel, they spent $4 million more and made half as much money. Yeah. The sequel. The sequel. I, I, the f- if, first one is all people needed. But, will I be lost if I try to watch Paul Blart two before I watch Paul Blart one? There's a lot of narrative <laughs> that are set up that yeah you wouldn't. You'd yeah, be lost. a lot of lore in the first one that you need to know about. What a stupid, stupid movie. <laughs> it's fine. You can watch Two Towers before you watch Fellowship. You don't need to. You don't need to know what's going on. You can watch Infinity War Has without watching twenty we, years of movies. Yeah. Has anyone watched like Two Towers? Ten years. Yeah, I'm sure a few people watch Two Towers. You know what, what I mean? mean like, before. Yeah, like, would it make, I guess you'd probably be able to figure out, like, something. No. I would be pretty lost. That'd I watched, lost. of uh, Fast and Furious, I've watched one, two, and seven. Yeah, but those movies you definitely don't need to have seen. I don't know. They're not, like, one narrative. Actually, I actually do know, because I watched one, two, and seven, and I wasn't lost at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I did. I think I'm the same, is it seven the one whenever he, uh... This is the one where they fall out of the plane in the cars, and the cars open parachutes. Yeah, it's the one whenever, uh, the one actor died. Oh, yeah, so it's goodbye to him. Yeah, same, yeah, yeah. I think it's the same. I, I saw the first one, saw the second one, and I was like, alright, I've seen enough of this, and then it came back for that. Yeah. Because <laughs> the latest one is eight, right? Fade of the Furious? Yeah. Fast stupid movies. No, 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 it's, it's stupid titles. They, they oh, have, I hate them. I hate that the titles don't follow any sort of sequential process. Um, yeah, I imagine people with OCD probably are not a fan of that. Bothers me. Did you guys see A Simple Favor? Was that a movie that you saw this year? Mm-hmm. Which one was that one? That was with uh, Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick. No, that's the the weird uh, suspense one. It was like, yeah, some like a murder mystery type thing. No, mm-hmm. I did not see it. Did you? It, I did. Did you like it? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I heard some good things about it. Yeah, it's surprising. Check that out if you haven't already. Check it out. That's a Check recommendation from this year. Can yeah. I see the cat? The cat. He dumps the cat? He wants yeah, to dump the cat. Dumps the cat. Why the do we give it that name? Podcast cat. It, it dumps named itself. His name is Dumps the cat. He's a cat. He takes dumps. Why, why do I see the cat? <laughs> I don't I just know. want to play with it. Now give him the tongue thing. <laughs> the tongue? No. I don't want to touch it. Did you guys wash it since Bernie stuck it in his... Yes. Even if Eric had said <laughs> that with confidence, I wouldn't believe him. That was a liar. I'm not touching he, it. Bernie didn't take it home? Of course, Bernie doesn't take... He doesn't... It was a gift for Mush the Cat. His stuff. So how are we going to steal Mush the Cat? I got to hang out with Mush for the last day. I saw you tweeted a photo of him, didn't you? Yeah, they had to go on a trip, so I went and and kept him company. It was I had, the best day of my life. You playing I with that dr- pussy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a dream. Hey, Bush, how old are you? <laughs> God, less, less than six years. <laughs> well, six in cat years is actually probably a legal age in human years. I had a dream. I don't think there's a legal cat age. Is your cat's name Dumps? No, I just man, I woke up thinking I had a pet. Like I had a dream where I like had a pet. You have like a, pet. a pet. You have your uh, raccoon. Raccoonba. Yeah, Raccoonba? it's not the same. Uh, I mean, it is, but like not the same. Uh, but yeah, I woke up. You know, like you, you, you ever had those it's dreams? It's not at all the same. You ever had those dreams where you fall in love with someone in your dream or something like that, and you wake up and, or like that, and you're like, man, that person doesn't exist. I know. I fall in love with you every single night. Well, I exist. That's never baby. happened to me, <laughs> uh, baby. <laughs> but 
I, yeah, I had a, this pet and I was like this awesome cat and I woke up and I was like, it's gone. It's like, it never existed. It's all my dream. And I look, I woke up looking in my bed for this cat. Maybe I'm that like, cat does exist. It's trying to find you. Yeah. I had one of those dreams last night. I never remember the details of my dreams. It was one of those dreams that was a stressful dream. It was a bad dream. But in the dream, I realized it was a dream and was able to go, oh, I don't stress about this. I'm just going to wake up now. And so I had that like self-realizing moment and it was like, ah, the real world. Mm. And that fades away. It was fantastic. It's gone. It was I great. It doesn't That's matter. the best feeling. Yeah. Um, I, I remember once I had a stress, like a, like a nightmare when I was a, Can we a, not focus on I was a teenager. And there was a, like, it was like one of those nightmares where I was being chased and I was trying to run and hide from someone. Yeah. And I was like hiding and someone was trying to find me. And then I had that same realization like, oh, wait, this is just a dream. And then it be, instead of waking up, it became a lucid dream. Yeah, I've done and that. And it was like I was hiding in a room and then like, I was like, oh, boom, the walls just fell away. <laughs> and it's like, okay, yeah, everything's fine. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I, I I didn't know that's what it was called, lucid dreams. But I remember when I was younger, I had a, like a reoccurring nightmare about this, this horrifying clown that would scream and run at me and stab me mm. and i would like i would experience the stab and so i was like i had oh it every night and really so then vivid. finally one night i just made some sort of idea like well what if i just change the dream and so when i went to bed i had like a different scenario i think like some sort of superhero came Y'all and, are weird and took him out you know i know what you're talking about with this getting stabbed or something in your dream because you're like ah and you're like why am I not dead now? <laughs> You're like waiting to die, but you just don't die because it's a dream. Yep. I don't think like, you die immediately if someone stabs you in the stomach, Chris. Oh, I'm I'm just saying it's like one of those things where you get ah! really booth, really. <gasps> oh, oh, you got a cat. <laughs> mush. I mean, a, I call them mush. That is not mush. Dumps. Dumps the cat. It's mushes, Cam, that we're using for dumps. I got scratches all over myself. So from mush. your reference right now of your walls coming down reminded yeah. me of something I saw on Twitter, which made me laugh harder than I've ever laughed in my entire life. Trevor was reading it out to me. There's this tweet that this guy said, I forced a bot to watch over 100, sorry, 1,000 hours of House Hunters episodes and then asked it to write a House Hunters episode of its own. Here's the first page. Do you want to hear any yes, of Yes, I would love There's to There's a hear great it. Hallmark Christmas special one that just came out as well. Where it's written by a, a robot? Yeah, I sent it to Andrew and I was like, can we make this? It's incredible. I um, love the robot ones. Exterior. Town where houses are legal. <laughs> we see the house hunters. One is man, other woman. The woman's job is tooth doctor. <laughs> the man's job is marrying doctors. <laughs> Their hobby is giving away money for real estates. House hunter man. I hunt for house with walk-in bathroom, two-car breakfast nook, and hardwood electricity. Some bugs. <laughs> Some bugs. <laughs> we see the man's current house. It is an active elevator. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know how some of these things happen. House hunter woman. My list wish house is I want no floors, all pipes, and stairs. <laughs> all pipes and stairs. <laughs> Must be in Seattle and Denver. One bug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we see the woman's current house, but don't know what it is. <laughs> house hunter man. Our budget is one old coin. <laughs> the man presents the coin. It is wood, the oldest metal. The man and woman approach a house. A real estate agent walks out. Uh, a real estate agent walks out of the house's lawn. He is too bald to trust. <laughs> real estate agent. And this is the part that kills me every time. I am Ralp. <laughs> R-A-L-P? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> this house is one for a living. 12 sinks, sex chimney, guest <laughs> prison, 10 sinks, dining pool, destroyable roof, and it's dangerously kosher. I am Ralph. <laughs> House hunter woman is there inside real estate agent. I think not always we find out there is inside they enter first rooms. It is all sconces. Is that how you pronounce that word? Real estate agent. This house used to be not a house. The woman kicks a sconce to test if it can be kicked. The sconce melts in a good house. This would happen. Not (laughs) real estate agent. Yes. Well, let us see other rooms. There is no other rooms. So Ralph acts like a room. (laughs) The the house hunters love the Ralph room and live in him forever. Okay. I want to live in Ralph. Stop hitting dumps. We're clapping. I I have a question. Yeah. I don't know if anybody knows the answer to this, but this is an ongoing thing of the I fed blank into a computer and it did this. What is that? I think it's people making it up. That's what I think. Yeah. It's possible. Because I, I like to believe it's real though. What cuz I don't know. They say they made an AI software write something. I think even Thomas Middleditch once like uh, uh they created a, a short based off of an AI that had been fed like, you know, hundreds of hours of sci-fi. And so I like what is like how do you feed something this stuff? And then how does it spit out a script? Mm-hmm. If I, um, this is me legitimately asking the internet if you know the answer to this. Please tell me, because I'm very curious. I, just like taking keywords from different things. That but what is it? Into what? I mean, the only example I can think of is like Watson by IBM. Yeah. Okay. You know, something like so that. I'm say builder. I don't or, know. Yeah, or something that like can do like some kind of neural net processing or some kind of machine mm-hmm. learning. God, I fucking hate what that buzzword. That? But like with House Hunters, you're saying I made it watch a, like hours a of thousand House Hunters. Hours, a thousand yeah. hours. How do you make an AI watch something? Did it say it made it watch or it made it read? Watch transcripts. Watch. Okay, that's different. So yeah, I don't know. But I guess are there transcripts of house hunters? Uh, you can make the. Cra- I'm probably just. I'm pulling out a string, but I just. I'm curious. What was that first? Uh, the first like talking bot on the internet, aimbot or uh, yeah. oh, like the smart thing smart, where it would answer you. An- yeah, it was just like an AI t- that you could me- message. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, on AIM, and it. W- and I remember it was I a big deal. That. Yeah, where everyone was like, "Oh my god, it's like talking with a robot." I mean that was a trend yeah. for a while. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't remember what it was. But called, it basically turned now we people, talk with robots all the time. They won't stop calling us. Yeah, but like at the time it was cool. People would message. Was it like Sarah or? I don't remember. It just I turns into a Turing test where you're just trying yeah. to see how you can get the AI to fuck itself up. Yeah. I have to pee. All right. Well, it's about time to wrap up. Yay! I'm gonna look up the name of this uh, robot. We'll talk about it in the post show. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Merry 17th night of Hanukkah.